podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yay! This is a View from the Bridge official podcast of the Belfast Giants for KingdomoftheGiants.com. Today's Tuesday, the 26th of July, Davy's favorite month, 2022. Uh, my name is Patrick Smith. You can join us here on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. You can get us, of course, on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and all your usual podcast clients. We've got a very jam-packed wonderful show for you because we have it's we're, we're going to be chatting to kevin rain we're chatting to tyler beskarwani and we'll be revealing four names with the giants this season four yes you heard me four not three but four we'll get to that in a few minutes with davy um quick parish notice to start the show well no actually first before that davy without letting the uh the, the cat out of the bag for the, the news in a second how are you i'm not too bad thank you um I'm milking this this summer weather. Um, I think you it was. Really I, I might be wrong. I might be right. Twenty first of June. Something makes me think it was New or, you know, Midsummer's Day when we when we last recorded. Twenty first June. Can't remember, but it was a lovely sunny night. So lovely sunny night here again. So I thought it uh, looks beautiful. myself because there'd be enough nights where we're sitting in the cold with a blanket around me and the curtains pulled <laughs> and the wind beating against the window. So you know, ride this good weather while we can. And somebody will come back and say once again, you look like some guy who's been on spotlight. Yeah, and uh, he's being interviewed from Castle Ray. Want me to turn the big lights on? No, no, don't worry, mate. It's it's fine. It's fine. Joel, how are you? Yeah, all good, boys. It's nice to see you. Um, this must mean the season is creeping ever closer. I looked at my calendar today. Could not believe how quickly it was coming in. Summer's just gone by in a flash, and a couple of weeks' time, we'll have like hockey to talk about again. It's it's nuts. Absolutely. Um, parish notice before we start. I just want to say a big thank you to Simon Kitchen. Um, Simon has been part of the podcast for many, many years, and uh, unfortunately this season he's going to take a bit of a step back from the show. Um, you know, because we've talked about it many times last year that uh, Simon's taken a role on with the Belfast Giants, and to be basically that's an all-encompassing role that he's been working brilliantly at, and no doubt it's been taking its toll, and you know, it takes a lot. To, he's been doing brilliantly with us regards to the, the interviews that he's been getting, the guys coming on here and giving the benefit of many years international experience with uh with team ireland and of course his legendary status in, in northern irish hockey and we thank him for that and the door's always open this is but uh unfortunately he's going to be taking a step back from a view from the bridge this season it's uh it's a shame we're, we're really sad for that but hopefully we'll see him maybe once or twice this season. he's still in the group chat That's it. <laughs> he's, no, he's still in the group chat he's going he is nowhere. the voice of the giants um <laughs> No and then the other, the other, the other, I'm getting, I'm getting frantic. I'm getting frantic messages here from Sinead Doyle. He's saying four names. What's the fourth name you're saying? What's the four, four names? There's only That's three mean. names you're letting go. Sinead Doyle might think she runs the Belfast Giants podcast, but I tell you something else. We have got a new name, the newest Belfast Giant, and Sinead can tweak this if she wants, but she might know this as official news yet. But the, the absolute Absolute newest Belfast Giants. 7.39 this morning. The contract was signed. Weighing in at a staggering eight pounds, eight ounces. Sophia Lily Russell. Neil the coach Russell 
and Christy had their, their little baby girl this morning. Yeah, so let's go. Congratulations to Christy. Congratulations to Coach. Congratulations to Big Sister EVG. We're all thrilled. It was a bit of a traumatic time for a few days there, I believe, but mother, baby, dad, sister, all doing well. So again, Sophia, Lily, Russell, welcome to the uh, we have, Army. We, we do have a photo. We do have a photo. There it is. Congratulations. Congratulations to Coach. And, uh, she's been uh, in Saint Tropez already. The picture, the picture, <laughs> the picture. born in oh, Saint Yeah, she is the picture of her father. Look at that! Congratulations, mate. Absolutely made up for for you, you, Christy. It was wonderful, wonderful news. And uh, you know awesome. what age is what age is Evie now? He thinks he, he thought he was all finished with the bringing up the kids, and off he goes again. Yeah, I know. I don't even want seeing Evie spread into this beautiful young woman just makes me feel like ancient. And it just makes <laughs> Neil Russell sharpen, sharpen, uh, sharpen the knives and, and make sure the, the big gun's always loaded because there's probably plenty of suitors knocking on that door for that young lady and he's going to have to keep his wits about him. You're absolutely right, mate. You're absolutely right. Congratulations, mate. Right, let's crack on with the show. And we start off with the biggest name that we've got on the show this yeah. week. And uh, absolutely delighted to join, to, sorry, to introduce to us on A View from the Bridge, Laura Small, how are you? Greetings. Swazzy! Hooray! Swazzy! Are you going to tell me I'm loud? Are you surprised by that? No, not in the slightest. This is like How a story, I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, enjoying the summer. Enjoying the summer. You've sounded like it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what you've been up to. Um, I was away for a bit, and now we're just... Full season mode. Just where'd you go? I went to Texas, and then I went on a hen weekend in France, and then I went to Prague with work, and then I went to London. Oh, you know. See, see anybody in Texas we might know. See anybody we might know. Did saw Jimbo and Mitzi. And fortunately, Jim is not great. He doesn't really get out of bed much these days, to be honest with you. Um, but it's just okay. Life. Move on, but lots of love from us. Thank Always. you. Always. So I'm not gonna cry. Don't worry. <laughs> so <laughs> you're allowed to try and encouraged on this show. Don't worry about it. So obviously, Laura, we know you well, and you do so much work, so much hard work behind the scenes with regards to the charity drives that the Belfast Chance do. What sort of things going on now? I can't take any credit for this. To be honest with you, we're just back and sounds a bit savage but we're just trying to help out um a local kid who is desperately in need of a bone marrow transplant he is 14 years old and he's been diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia it's very difficult to find a bone marrow match um we know that obviously tom got one and see how hard that was to, to take as well so there his family are working really hard to raise awareness to try and encourage people to to join the stem cell register so we just want to be a part of that we want to be able to try and help them and encourage people to sign up to join it um it's changed a lot over the years and that's part of the reason i want to really talk about it first of all you can sign up to register for it at www.dkms.org.uk if you live near a McKeever's Pharmacy, there isn't one of those near me. You can go in and get tested there and then. It's very straightforward. It's just a swab um, in your mouth. So we're pretty used to that now with all the lateral flows. Yep. Um, 
18 to 55, you can be tested. The ideal um, demographic is 18 to 35 uh, males, really. So our team are the ideal candidates to be tested. Are Patty and Davey? I mean, I don't make any judgment about anybody's here, <clears throat> so. Just look at this youthful complexion, mate. What do you think? Not my judgment, Joe. I'm pretty sure you're in that category. You could be right in there, kid. I'm, I'm right at the top. I'm right at the top. Listen, if, if any of this is any use to you, just go ahead. Like, I don't think it is, though. So just really quickly, I want to explain a couple of things about um, stem cells. Years ago, when you needed a blood, uh, not a blood transfusion, a bone marrow transplant, if you were giving the bone marrow, it had to be withdrawn from your pelvic bone. That's a big deal. That's a general anesthetic. It's a huge needle. And most people, as soon as they hear bone marrow, they're like, no, no, sorry, don't like needles, or that's not for me. It's way more straightforward now. First of all, the test, as I said, is just a cheek swab. Once you match, then they do a blood test just to be sure that you're definitely a match. And after that, it's withdrawn. Your stem cells are withdrawn through blood, and it's given to the patient uh, pretty much like a blood transfusion. Only about 5% of cases now are done the old way. So even if you are a match and you're terrified of that kind of thing, it is so much more straightforward now than ever. And that shouldn't deter us from trying to help someone. Absolutely. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you there. No, no, all I was gonna say was like, signing up to it doesn't just mean you're trying to help that kid. You're trying to help all the people who are waiting for bone marrow transplants. You, we don't know when that's gonna to come to our own door if it was your family. You'd be knocking your pan in trying to encourage people to sign up it's just the same as Dahi and donate for Dahi. Yes, they're, they want their son to get a heart, but they're also campaigning for everyone to join the register so that everybody who needs an organ can get an organ. So join both of them, sign up. It was one, it was one of the things when um, when I was, we were starting to do the, the blood donation stuff and I went along once to, to one of the ones here in Manchester and <clears throat> they pushed for... You know, do you want to be a a, a bone marrow donation or, or test for that? And and again, I thought first thing that popped into my head, big needle, something <laughs> drawn out, big you know, something getting right into your Not body. <laughs> yeah, but exactly that's the first thing. And and the guy sat me down and took me through it. And, and you know now I'm on the register for that. And it's you know it's so worthwhile. It's so worthwhile that just just to be on there. You you may never be called, but you may be called and you may be needed. And somebody somebody out there just may need something from you that you know it's not going to do you much harm it's not going to do you any harm no you know, but 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 it could mean it could mean their life i actually signed up about 15 20 years ago i had a friend apart from tom who also needed um a bone marrow transplant i am through anthony nolan that's a another trust that's registers mm -hmm. they phoned me one day and they were like hello don't worry we're not phoning to tell you you're a match and i was like I'd much prefer you were phoning to tell me I was a match and ask me for another £10 a month. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would love someone to tell me I was a match. I mean, how great would that be to be able to help someone and all you had to do was go along and get some blood? Absolutely. Yes, and absolutely. so tell us again, what's the website that they have to go to? The website is www.dkms.org.uk forward slash register hyphen now. But I mean, if you just get to the main thing, it'll be fine. Um, we'll, be, we'll be sticking that up on our on our social media streams and things like that and please 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 get involved and uh yeah and, and hopefully hopefully we can find a match 
just about all I have. You've got a couple of other things. I know you've got bigger and better things to talk about than me. We don't have bigger and better things than you, Laura. Come on. Giant things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just didn't help myself. Sorry. Take it from here now. Listen, I've been on myself. Recently, well, as I actually it was a good few months ago, but we're only getting to it now because we're so busy. Um, a fan made a beautiful guitar to celebrate our 20th anniversary. It is an absolute piece, and the case that it comes in is phenomenal. I would sleep in that case. It is unbelievable. Um, we've been trying to get round to get that out for auction. So what we decided to do is we're going to put it out on um, Good Mom. Sorry, I just saw somebody registering. Um, what was I've lost my train of thought? Oh yes, so we've decided to put it on raffle. So that allows the majority, like, as many people as can to enter rather than saying, you've got to do an auction where people need to have a lot of money. Whereas this way it's two pounds a ticket. You can buy one, you can buy 10, you can buy a hundred, you can buy whatever you want to donate and pitch you in with a chance of winning this. It's really beautiful. Um, keep an eye out. It's just with the, the organization raffle right now waiting on approval and um, it'll be out on giant social media and the osc it'll be done through the osc so i've going to ask people to keep their eye out for that and the proceeds will be going towards um dreams come true charity and the all-star weekend which is happening this weekend in cardiff um, our very own ethan has benefited from dreams come true so yeah. we want to be able to pay that forward and let them help somebody else as well and then my very last thing is just want to give a wee shout out to Dylan, who's off to the British uh, Transplant Games tomorrow. I wish him all the very best, and we're dead proud of him. And that's Absolutely. all. You can get on with this, Miss Molly. Such a so so it's brilliant that he's taking part in that. It's such just it's the next step, isn't it? It's wonderful to see. And uh, yeah, we add that we add to that. Laura, listen, thanks very much for 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 joining. Thanks us. for it's having me, John. Looking forward to looking forward to seeing you when the season starts. Come and visit us in person. No, as as soon as I, I can, as soon as I can. Joe will. Don't just spin yourself. All right, bye, bye, Big thanks to, to, to Laura Small for her time there, and they like say we've got that. It's uh, let me find out where that is. Yeah, there it is dkms.org.uk. Please get get involved, get your name down, and uh, and hopefully we can help. Um, that guitar, by right. the way, is uh, made by Scott Cameron from Golden Era Aged Guitars, and I'm sure we can retweet that onto our Twitter tonight for anybody who hasn't seen it, but it did the rounds last season, and it's a pretty special piece, so great. Uh, just quickly there, I don't want to wait to any other business in case we just don't get the chance, and then a mm -hmm. lot of people drop off towards the end of the show anyway because it's getting late. Um, Laura, as always, there, touch base with Ethan, she said about Tom Simpson, Dahi, Ollie's and this this young lad that, that needs the uh, the stem cell treatment. Um, one, of course, going through the mill at the minute. We uh, Blakey back in and out of yep. surgery, Blakey. back in and out of PICU. Um, obviously, thoughts, prayers. Uh, it's not just uh, it's not just words. It is it's thoughts and prayers to to Christine, to the family, to Pixie, everybody involved with that family. It's been a very very trying number of years. It says this isn't a week or two in the making. This is years and years of of we Blakey. He's not so wee anymore. He's a big he's a big teenager. So you know. Uh, all our love and best wishes from from like I, I I never say that we can speak on behalf of the Belfast Giants fans, but I think on this one, I think it's fair to say we speak on behalf of all the Belfast Giants fans and probably even Elite League fans that uh, lots of love to all the family and especially the people there. Stay strong, bud. Yeah, here, 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 here. Right, let's get stuck into the the Belfast Giants for the twenty twenty two 
2023 season. And we'll start off with one that's already been announced. We're not revealing this name. This name came out at 2.22 on the 22nd of 22. And uh, and it was, of course, Kevin Rain, And he chatted with Joel uh, just the other day. He is a two-time Elite League champion. He's a three-time Challenge Cup champion. Uh, but as you saw on the 22nd of July, he still ain't finished. Welcome back to the Belfast Giants, my friend Kevin Rain. How are you, buddy? Nah, so excited. So excited to be here. <laughs> you said you didn't do any homework, but I don't think you needed to. You just you just know your stuff, Joel. That just rolls off the top, mate. Uh, you know that. Uh, yeah, look, it's, it's, uh, it's a thrill to have you back uh, after what was an amazing season last year. Um, the Giants came obviously so close to that to that treble, um, and I round off the championships that you do have. Uh, but obviously, there's one still domestically here in the Elite League that you don't. Is there a wee bit of a sense of maybe unfinished business? Yeah, I mean, uh, very excited to come back. Uh, of course, um, you know it's the season we had last year and the way it ended for me personally uh, to not be able to join the boys in the playoff round and you know to to chase that elusive trophy that. We've not uh, we've not gotten at least in in my time with the Giants, um, yeah, a little bit of unfinished business and and um, you know on a personal note too, just uh, where I'm at and how I'm feeling, uh, definitely a lot more playing left to do. Yeah, look, obviously you, you talked at length, and, and I'm sure that you know the Teal Army out there will will follow you on social media and they'll see uh, everything that you do, kind of in addition to your work on the ice, and, and we'll talk about that more specifically. But it seems to me like you came back to Belfast last year. Um, refreshed, I don't know, renewed, maybe a, a different kind of a different frame of mind, um, and has that fueled then the willingness to keep going and, and to keep playing and to come back for another year? I think so. Yeah, uh, definitely in a much more positive mindset. Um, period. Um, yeah. Over over recent years, and uh, to be able to come and apply that to my profession with that fresh mindset uh, allows me to to do it all that better and all that more enthusiastically. And uh, so, yeah, coming in uh, to Belfast, uh, you know, for the second season after COVID, that, that COVID episode was a, a big reflective period and, um, you know, just uh, really, really excited and uh, bringing new attitudes, new perspectives to uh, Belfast as well as the game. Was there was there a sort of inkling from you? You know, it's, it's always the sort of the two-pronged answer. Uh, did you think about hanging them up after that that kind of, you know, the season just passed? You obviously talked, you know, to the media at the time that, that it was either Belfast or, or nothing for you coming back post-COVID. Um, mm. But there's obviously going to be options. You know, you're a championship winning team. Uh, you're, you're in the shop window in terms of Europe. Uh, there is always the option of life after hockey as well. Did you have to go through that kind of uh, mental process again this year before you decided to come back? Yeah, and and honestly, the like I said, the way I finished with with an injury as I did, yeah, um, you know, just really really rocked me. Uh, really really had me going. What am I? What am I doing? Putting my body <laughs> on the line. And, and I gotta let Desco do his job back there. Like, yeah, what am I doing out here? And you know, you, you, anything that anybody's doing, like, you kind of have to have your whys in place, and you have to have pretty solid foundation as to. Uh, your why and why you 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 do the things you do and and 
that was a, a complete, complete reevaluation for me. Why do I do this? Why am I continuing to do this? Um, you know, is it justified and should I continue to do it? And, um, and yeah, a whole, whole, uh, bunch of tough questions that, uh, when looking at individually and breaking it down and, and, uh, really having thought and discussion around it, uh, to, to, to determine, uh, you know, the, the end decision and ultimately yeah. deciding to come back and, and feeling really good about that and, and having been able to justify it and, and, uh, you know, I think I said um, in, in one of my writing bits that the, the play as long as you can uh, it is just ringing so loudly for me right now. And so and so, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to keep listening to. Yeah, I think it's it's only natural. I think every every hockey player goes through that sort of uh, that self evaluation of where they're at, where they want to go next. It's it's a, it's such a strange industry where you pretty much have the ability to play your trade anywhere in the world, as well as move into sort of a life after hockey. What? Why was it the right choice? Why was it Belfast for you? Well, you know, whenever you landed on that on that conclusion, and yeah. um, why was it coming back to to put on that tail for a fifth time? Well, you know similarly to the COVID, it's kind of like a, a Belfast or nowhere type mentality where, uh, you know, it's, it's the community and it's the roots that I've been able to grow there. And it's, it's, uh, my ambitions at the rink and away from the rink and, um, you know, the, the excitement and the fostering of relationships that I've got to build in my time there, friends at the rink, friends, friends away from the rink, um, you know, to, uh, go elsewhere, um, for whatever reason it may be, um, uh, you, you look at what you're leaving behind and, and for me, uh, you know, the sense of family that I, I have at and away from the rink in Belfast, um, and also to, to have, uh, you know, hope join me in that experience now for a second time, first time she was, you know, what am I getting into? What's this going to look like? Right. And, she's, a, and, she's a local girl now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where, and you know, uh, if you were to ask her her experience of of this time last year, yeah. you know my excitement combined with her not knowing this, and then <laughs> us landing in Belfast and me being like, "Oh, I'm at home," and then I'm like off with the boys, and she's kind of like, oh. <laughs> we kind of like fell out of alignment big time there. She's like, "Well, oh, this is not old to me. This is all very new." Like, yeah, and so to to hear her out, and, but so to be able to go back to Belfast being on the same page and then after landing remaining on the same page getting <laughs> all of our people and and uh you know kind of resume our, our belfast lifestyle very very exciting this time around and we um, had to we had to put hope through her paces but i think she's pretty good even with the accent now i think it's all nailed down at this point like she probably understands it better than i do she's got it yeah she's <laughs> very uh she uh yeah that is just a taste of what is a fantastic interview with with Kevin Rain that Joel took um, did the other day. Uh, the full interview will be available tomorrow on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at five PM. So tune in for that. It's where he goes into the reasons why he's come back and 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 uh, tells it to Joel that he he ain't finished. Yeah, no, I think that's one thing that that we were definitely sure about as soon as his name flashed across the Giants' socials. Um, I just think someone like that, um, you know, the, the nature of hockey in, in, in our part of the world, you know, 
players and, and their times in, in cities and with teams can be very fleeting. And uh, every so often there comes along someone who just scratches the surface a little bit and just gets it, you know, understands the, the club culture, understands the people and understands just how dearly we hold this club. Um, and not only that, I just I think he's an absolutely uh, almighty D-man uh, and, and the absolute heart of, of our decor. Um, so to, to have someone as, as steadfast as that on our blue line for another year when we're defending a title, when we're defending a Challenge Cup, um, Rainer just ticks all my boxes as a, as a Belfast giant and he's the kind of guy that you now build the team around. Davey, it's one of those we said all the often. You know, I think it's you know, uh, Robert Fitzpatrick comes out with that. It's He's a player that gets it when it comes to the Belfast Giants. Yeah, I think, and when you when you look back on seasons and you want to replay games in your head, and I want to replay that or not the Challenge Cup final, sorry, the playoff final against Cardiff, and we always say we're a no excuse organisation and we don't like to go down the injury route. But when you replay stuff in your head, and we missed obviously Kevin Rain in the final, we missed Jordan Boucher in the final, two big parts of our team, and and Rainer especially, and you, and you look at the goals we maybe conceded in the final from defensive, you know, misunderstandings, different people playing different roles in defence that that. The, not necessarily weren't used to, but weren't doing game on game in game out. Kevin Rain blocks shots that Tyler Beskarwami doesn't have to save. That uh, you know his D partner doesn't have to clear up the glass. It's not left for somebody else to do. You know, so he brings that that high energy. He hits for fun. He blocks for fun. You know, that's why we had the Rainer Razor, and that's why it cost me and says and a whole lot of people a whole lot more money for hits and blocks. You know, and and the likes of Joel, he, he did. You know, <clears throat> those those shots don't get through. Besco doesn't have to save, and Besco gets shuts out shutouts. Danny and Joel, right, 20 quid, you know, and it's okay. But we'll, have a bit of, we'll have a bit of a laugh about that, but they're not even intangibles. They are tangibles that, that you know, Kevin Rain brings that team. You know he's going to block shots every single night. There, I, I go through the stat sheets. There's not a game last season where he doesn't lie down and block a shot, and that's a goal-bound shot that our goalie either has to save or let in. So, you know, he brings out the team. Obviously, his stuff off the ice is, you know, holistically absolutely fantastic and how you get involved in the community. It's what you want from a Belfast Giant yeah. in that, he does it on the ice. He does it off the ice. He brings a little bit of everything, and he brings. He, he's trying really hard to bring a little bit of sunshine to everybody's life from his own, you know, experiences. Things have got him down. Yeah. He knows how to get people up from that. So, you know, when we say good things about Rainer, that's great. That's great to have him back. Right, we're going to uh, we're going to batter on. We've got we we actually have one of the names we want to reveal sitting waiting, but he's just going to have to wait a few minutes more because um, one of the little bits of news that came out today, unfortunately, is the retirement of Tyler besker Owani after winning two league, back-to-back league titles, two Challenge Cups. And uh, Davey had a chance to chat with him last night. Fantastic little montage there, Besco, of uh, of your greatest hits, your greatest shots. I I always get to do these sort of sad wrap up interviews, and a couple of years, or maybe more, 
ago, I got the interview Chris Higgins when he decided the the Belfast Atsuk decided to hang up, and he said, "Never say never, David. They come back, but is it never say never, Besco, or is it going back to being Tyler again?" Um, no, I I told Kiefer it was never say never, and uh, obviously, you know, looking back at Higgy, he he obviously came back for a, a short stint, and so. Um, it, it, it's about 99% and never again, but, uh, that being said, you know, there's always that 1% chance where, where something happens or, or a good time in, in the, the work schedule out here now and, uh, make something happen, but it's, yeah, it's not, not, not looking good. I wouldn't hold my breath on it. As someone who works with stats, we're just looking for one percent. You just, you know, that's 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 all we do all day long. So, um, you know, we'll we'll, we'll take that. Um, Tyler, in a couple of years, you were in Belfast. Obviously, a, a very successful for you for yourself personally, off the ice on the ice, but very successful a couple of years with the team as well. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously we've accomplished so much on the ice the last the, the two years that I was here, and um, you know, it's. Uh, I can look back and, and think of, of memories, even, you know, the good ones and the bads, the, the losing both finals. I know, I don't really want to bring that up, but losing both finals, both years, uh, you know, I, I think it just, it just made me grow as, as a person as well. Right. And so uh, obviously those, the, the winning championships and stuff is super special indeed. Being able to celebrate that with the fans and the teams and all the guys and, and the staff and everything, the city, you know, uh it was it was extremely special and uh you know so, some stuff that i'm never gonna forget let's let's look at a few numbers right because you know that's my that's my thing 122 games for the giants 80 something wins what are we what are we talking here 1.91 goals against average 926 save percentage like those numbers stack up very very well against anyone that's ever pulled on the tail you must be pretty proud of them looking back yeah uh it was probably my two best years playing here in Belfast, uh, numbers wise. And so, um, you know, obviously that, that you can, I can attest that to the whole team and, and uh, having guys like, you know, the Rainers and, and, you know, the Josh Roche, the Jim Vandermeers, the Griffin Reinhardt, you know, the guys in front and the forwards as well. I mean, everybody who just, I think buying into the system this year, this past year, especially everybody bought into the system and uh, you know we had everybody pulling the right way and everybody playing their their roles properly and uh, you know just just good quality players making my job so much easier and again that that's hats off to Kiefer as well for for putting those into place and and being able to get all these guys to buy in for for those systems because it's not easy right you get you got new guys uh, I think well this year I think we had uh, there was maybe seven or eight returning guys and so that's you know more than half of the guys that are, are coming into a new system and a new environment and some guys that never played pro before and so it's obviously it's tough for Kiefer but he he did an amazing job both years what about a few highlights Tyler obviously first time around we had the Continental Cup we almost give you that taste of CHL action which you're you're sadly turning down but you know there must have been highlights over the couple of seasons for you yeah um the personal personal highlights are probably obviously lifting all four trophies, um, you know, winning the the personal allocates as well. You know, the the MVP of the league my first year, uh, MVP of the team this year, which was a surprise to me. 
um, just stuff like that. Those, those are obviously special, but, uh, highlights on the ice. I mean, it's, there, there's a few that jump out. I think this year playing in, in Sheffield, the one where I dove across, I mean, that save that was probably one of my better saves with everything, considering the circumstances and, and whatnot, that was probably my best save ever. Um, and then there was another one in continental cup and, I think, uh, you know, the, the Challenge Cup against Guildford, there was one or two good ones there as well. So, uh, but all in all, you know, is I, I could probably I could probably go go game to game and, and think back to a, a save that I made in all of them. And I guess I can't let you go without a message for a couple of people. One, en masse, the, the, the Taylor Army, that name at, at Besco, Besco, that, that will, will probably still echo from time to time around the... Uh, around the, the Odyssey. Hopefully the new guy will come in and stamp his own name on that. But, uh, you know, a message for the fans of Belfast. I hope so. Uh, I, I hope they do. Um, you know, it gave me chills every time it happened. Uh, it was so special. My son still chants Besco, Besco. And, and so uh, it, it still gives me chills every time I think about him saying it. So, uh, no, from, from you know, starting Besco Mania to uh, the Besco chance on the ice to – Again, just sending me a message when I was playing in Slovakia or, or in a different league, you know, it's uh, uh, it it definitely was was uh, heartwarming anytime I heard it. And uh, yeah, you, you guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. And, uh, you know, class class act organization from top to bottom with with everybody involved as long as, as well as the fans. And so, um, you know, you guys uh, you guys made it extremely special. And uh, I was I'm happy that. Uh, you guys got what you deserved with a few championships. And, and one guy that I want you to really single out for a little bit of extra special, sharpens the skates, got the buns, got the whiskey every night, or Taff. Yeah, Taff. He's, uh, he's obviously, he's done so much for us. Um, you know, he's special. I think he, you know, he deserves, uh, deserves everything. And uh, he, yeah, I, it's, it's hard to say what he means to, to myself and the organization, you know, it's from, from day one, really, he, again, he made my stay that, that much easier and, and just comfortable and, and made me feel at home from, from day one. And so, um, yeah, the, I guess that'd be another thing I would tell the, the other goalie coming in, get in his good books early because, uh, he, he'll be your best friend. And, uh, you know, I, I truly feel like he was and, you know, we, we still stay in touch. He, I know he called me a couple of weeks ago. He was in Vegas. Not sure it was the right time to answer his call, but uh, no, we definitely stay in touch. And so uh, thanks, Ta, for everything. Uh, you know, man, and uh, keep up the good work. Well, Tyler, we'll have to wrap this now. And I think it would be only right if I say on behalf of the organization, on behalf of the fans, a genuine and heartfelt thank you to you and your family for, for making Belfast a stay. And as we say, we're here, hasty back and you know, the door's always open for Tyler Besker, Wally. I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Davey. That, that hurts. That hurts, man. Uh, <laughs> that's when, again, just like the Rainer interview, that's only just part of what is about a 12, 15-minute interview with Tyler Besker, Wally, on his retirement that Davey did, did last night. That full interview will be going out at noon tomorrow. That's Wednesday, the 27th, of course, then one will be at 5 p.m. on Twitter, YouTube, and on Facebook. Just quickly, because we're going to move on to the new the new announcements, Davey, but uh, what can be said about Tyra Beskarwani that hasn't already been said? Nothing. There's not very many superlatives left. He came, he saw he conquered, you know. He came in, played two seasons, won two league championships, a couple of Challenge Cups. 
EIHL net minor year, league MVPs, players of the month. He, he won it all personally as a collective. Did a bit, you know, on 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 the bench as well when he was when he was having nights off. So, um, if you get a chance to listen to that whole interview, I'm not suggesting you do because I did. But if you get a chance to listen to that whole interview, you hear a wee bit of what he talks about staying involved in the game and how important it was to be able to have that open relationship with with Kiefer that he could go and tell him how he was feeling or little bits of things that he and, and Kiefer has that open door policy with any player that they think there's something there that that they can add. Kiefer's door is always open. Like Besco will go down as, as one of the very greatest guys to put on the net. I know we did that starting six thing during um, lockdown, and that was prior to his second season. And a lot of you guys picked um, Besco as your number one. And I'd picked Stephen Murphy through longevity, 400-odd games for the club. And very like I think Besco over two seasons, 926 save percentage. Stephen Murphy over 400 games, 924 save percentage. So, you know, Besco's numbers stack up there with the very, very best that ever pulled on the tail. And, you know, what a what a roller coaster! What a journey that he came with us, and like he said, never say never. So, you know that's what we can hope for. Joel. Yeah, look, uh, I know we have a lot to cover tonight, but uh, not only somebody who made history on the ice, but I think somebody who enriched our club and our culture just for having been here. Um, and not only him, but Sarah um, and, and little Austin, and even just the family that come over to visit. We had some some absolutely great time with Sarah's mom, Lynn, and. Um, just someone that I am very grateful to have had the opportunity to to watch, to cover, to work alongside, and, and obviously to um, to interview here on, on the show. Um, there there will be a lot of players come through the Belfast Giants. We're going to love a lot of them. We're going to like pretty much them all, but uh, there will never be anybody for me just quite like uh, Besco and what he's achieved uh, at the Belfast Giants and, and just what, what he did on the ice, off the ice, and, and just for the entire club um, and, and, and the mood and the feeling and the culture around it. Um, but as Davy says, and as they say, my part of the world hates you back right enough. Uh, let's get a yeah, testimonial here. or a wee, uh, a wee trip back over sometime soon. Here, here. Thanks to Tyler Best Granny. Right, we're going to crack on. We're going to give you that first name. It's time to get that first name. Yeah, let's lift the mood a little here, boys. Let's get that first name on the Belfast Giants roster, the first of three that we're going to reveal to you. So if you like your goal, what time is it actually? It's 20 to 10. Fine. If you like your goals and assists with a little bit of shithousery, you'll be as happy as I am. Number 10 for your Belfast Giants. He's back. It is Scott Conway. Oh, my God. Welcome back. How are you doing, Cons? You all right? First of all, it looks absolutely fantastic where you are right now. Where are you? Beautiful. Beautiful. It's it's probably high 20s, low 30s in uh, in Chicago right now. So I'm just chilling by the pool. Yeah, that sounds like a tough life. Welcome (laughs) back to the Belfast Giants. Was it a difficult decision to make? I'm sure you're a man in demand. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, Yeah. You know, I, I just I didn't want to rush it. Um, the decision, just take it slow. You don't want to rush it, and then next thing you know, you're getting off from somewhere else. But um, I, I love Belfast. The time that I spent there last year, and um, um, I knew it'd be a big, big pull coming back there, just because I know the coach. I know half the players now that have signed back, and um, it's great to have that that cohesiveness with with over half the players signing back, and me knowing the other half of the players basically that are coming in. So. 
Um, it's it's, it's going to be a good year for us. I think we're, we're pretty stacked. Um, I'm excited to see what we can do. Um, comparing our team from last year to this year, I think we're, we're going to be up there again. So um, I have seen some players around the league that have been signing, and, and I think the league is getting better. So I'm excited for that and uh, see what see what comes our way. Colin said, just to echo what Paddy said there, you know, first of all, welcome back. It's, it's, it's great to have you back in Taylor again. Um, do you still see the, the EIHL, your your career within the EIHL as a bit of a shop window? You talked there about waiting to see what offers maybe came across your desk in the summer. Do you still, you know, harbor ambitions of back to North America and better leagues or European better leagues? Is this still a bit of a shop window? We're getting our hooks into you at all. Yeah, yeah. So, um yeah, I, I, I want to play in the best league possible, right? I think most players, yep. most hockey players that are competitive um, want to play in, in, the, in the best league or playing for the best teams. So, um, yeah, I had some options to go over, uh, play in Europe a little bit in uh, different places. But um, I think the best option for me this year was to come back and, uh, yeah, we'll never know. We'll see what happens next year. But um, I'm happy with my decision. I'm, uh, we're excited and um, I would get, uh, we're happy to get going here. Excited. How much of a uh, how much of a factor was the CHL and just and just keeping you in Belfast? Yeah, I mean, um, it's a lot of exposure playing in in, in uh, that tournament and uh, or or league tournament, whatever you want to call it. But uh, you're playing against some of the top top teams in uh, in the Europe, so um, definitely exciting to play those those games and see what we can do. Hopefully, we can snag a couple wins and uh, we can go from there. But um, it's going to be fun. Um, gelled together a little bit before most of the other teams start getting together. So um, that's, that's going to be nice. And, and uh, so we're all on the same page when that, uh, when the season comes around. I saw my boy Hitch just uh, reference it there, Cons, but um, I'm a little bit of a nerd for digging elite prospects whenever players sign or resign, try and find those little links, see who they've played with. I have never encountered a player like you before. You know, you, uh, you, you shared a locker room with David Goodwin, briefly at Penn State. Yeah. You played with Jeff Baum at Pro uh, Providence. You came yeah. to Belfast for the Friendship Four, which led to Adam Keefe coaching you for the, for the, for the first time with GB for the Olympics. Uh, you went to the Allen Americans where you played alongside three new giants in Chad Butcher, Steve Orr, Colby McCauley, and Sam Ruop. Uh, you know, a league like ours, whenever you hit the ground running, you've got no choice to hit the ground running, and especially in a season when you're going to Europe and you've got all those games stacking up. Do you believe that gives a team a significant head start to have these little crisscrosses and for boys to know boys right off the bat? Oh, yeah. Um, just because, you know, like for me, example, uh, for an example, um, I've been playing with, like you said, I've played with those guys before. I know their tendencies. I know what they're going to do. And uh, it definitely helps you. Um, so, I'm excited for us all to start getting on the ice here soon and, and uh, see what we can do. And just a, a quick follow-up. Obviously, um, it was reported uh, earlier in the offseason that JJ Pickenich is has moved on to Pastures New. Um, and that that obviously, that top line for for a lot of newer Giants anyway, for those who don't remember the first couple of seasons, don't don't say it, please, Raphael Barons. Uh, the, that, that's the top line of of, of, of everyone's kind of dreams. It, it, was, uh, it was the best Giants top line they've ever seen. And you're obviously losing them. Well, <laughs> you're obviously losing a massive part of that with, with pick moving along but do you think that you know you've got mark cooper there in the, in the second yep. line who ended up contributing a lot of goals and a lot of points last season do you think you're able to replace a, a piece of the puzzle like that and and to to get right back to it absolutely um pick pick did a great job last year and um obviously he was a key player for us um but uh so congratulations to him moving on to norway but um i think um there's a lot of high-end players out there and um I think Belfast does a great job finding those high-end players. 
Um, like I said, I've played with a few of the other players that you guys haven't seen play yet. And uh, I think a few of those guys can step into that role right away and, and make an impact on the team. So even if it's if it's not a Cooper or a Laker or, or someone like that, we, we have those new players that are coming in that I know are going to make an impact on this team. So um, I'm excited to see what, what line I'm going to be with and if I'm going to be jumbled around a little bit at the beginning of the year or – or what, but um, I think we're going to be good, and I'm excited. Hopefully, um, I have goals on setting. Um, um, my goals are higher set this year than they were last year, so um, we'll, we'll see what we can do. God bless in, the rest in, of the in, elite league. In, in, <laughs> interesting, interesting fact, interesting to me, that's uh, that's come from Andrea Owens on Twitter, saying that, that, that you were announced uh, first time around to the Belfast Giants on the 26th of July, 2021. So we're exactly a year on. No, Welcome back beautiful. to the Giants. Beautiful. Andrea, well <laughs> um, put out, Put out a couple of questions, see if anybody out there wanted to ask them things. Yeah. Joel Stevenson saying, how special was it to win a Challenge Cup at home? And have you ever won a trophy on home ice before? Um, I've won one away in juniors. No, I don't think I have won one on home ice. And I think that was probably the most special game that I've ever played in. Um, just because that comeback, you know, you can you can write books about that. Um, we're we're getting killed three one. I think it was in the, in the first period, and then coming back from that was uh, was was something else. So that was definitely one of the highlights of my career. Um, just celebrating at home with um, all you special fans out there. It was it was great to be a part of, and and you guys killed it. When when it comes to winning trophies and you know and getting that taste, you know how much does that drive you on to win the next? Sorry, you broke up there. Say that again. I'm saying when it comes to winning trophies, you know, you picked up that Challenge Cup and obviously there was a bit of a chase going on with Sheffield. When you win that first trophy, how much thirst do you get to chase down that next one? Absolutely. Um, the more trophies under your belt, the, the more successful your career is. So everyone wants a winner in this world. So um, hopefully our goal is not two this year. Hopefully our goal is three or we're going to get three. So um, we're excited to see what we got coming up here. And um yeah. Um, just a, one a, more a bit of it. Just, just one sorry, more. Sorry, Patty. No, I'm taking. I'm taking this. Just, just, just a bit of an extension on Patty's question there. Then, how much does the bitter taste of the likes of the playoff final spur you? Equally, that you know, success drives success. How much does failure drive success? Oh yeah, the, the same, if not more. You know, um, we were so close to getting that third one last year, and um, you know, Cardiff played a good game against us. Um, we, we had a few errors that resulted to the back of our net, which is, it's hockey. Everyone makes errors. So, um, next year or this year coming up, I think we're going to be excited. If we get that first one in our belts, the guys are going to get a little hungry, but, um, success from last year does not strive, uh, does not have any correlation to success this year. So, um, we, we have a, a different team coming in. We got maybe half new guys. So we got to, um, let them know right away. It's not going to be easy because, um, me coming in last year is a little bit different playing in um, North America where you don't have to win every game um, and every game matters. So um, we're definitely excited. I'm definitely excited for everyone to get together. Um, and, uh, yeah. We've won from Margaret Pattinson who asked, what makes Belfast so special? Uh, oh, there's a bunch of things, to be honest. Um, other than you guys. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. There you, other go. Than you guys get them in early. Um, I think I think just Nicely done. one the location. I mean, I mean, it's a great spot, great city, um, great people. Um, being around great people makes you do great things too. So, um, people was a great uh, a big part of um, Belfast for me. I think another one was our team, our cohesiveness in the team, 
we were all super close in the locker room last year, and I think that it's going to be a similar vibe to this year. So um, once that, once you have that cohesiveness in the locker room, it's going to result to on-ice cohesiveness. So um, I'm excited to see what we got there. Um, I mean, obviously, you guys, um, the fans were, were a major impact last year. You guys were awesome. Um, hopefully, if you guys are nice and loud like you were last year, um, I'll be in that boomerang corner banging on the drums. Um, <laughs> All-time moment. <laughs> Seemed, seemed, seemed to be something that was was greatly enjoyed by those that uh, that ventured into there at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, we had the, uh, but on that note, then, well, what does your uh, what does your summer then entail before you arrive in Belfast? Uh, I actually Apart from enjoying week. the Chicago sunshine, I arrive next week, so um, just oh, okay. tuning the body up here a little bit and uh, just getting ready to go. Good stuff. Same, well, same good luck, yet, yes, then. We, we will, yeah, tune the body. Oh, you look like a joke. It's, it's preseason for everybody, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> did, you, did, you see the, did you see the picture of him with no beard, Cons? Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, Listen, good, good to see you again, Cons. Let's I go. That good, job. good job. <laughs> on that note, mate, listen, thanks for joining us. Great yeah. to have you back in, Peel, and we look forward to seeing you on the ice with the Belfast Giants. Thank you. One one more thing. Where Where's... uh? Kitchy, um, I'm missing him here. Is he still in uh, Vegas or uh, on vacation? No, he 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 he's sunning it up as far as I can see. <laughs> you seen his he's vacations? He's, 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 every week. Constantly on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was him. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> nice well, one, mate. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right, no problem, guys. Take it easy. Thanks, Colin. See, see you soon, pal. Bye, bye. Great to have, great to have uh, David. Great to have Scott Conway back in table for the Belfast Giants. Absolutely, coming off the, the back of a forty goal season, and you know, lots of energy and, and ambition still to drive forward and, and use the IHL as a shop window for, you know, CHL this season putting putting himself in, in a bigger shop window. If anything, this season, to as he says, his ambitions are to play a player at a higher level. So, you know, Steve Thornton will always sell this club as as that opportunity. We will help you get a better job in a better league, and you know. If he goes on to get that better job, it means he's had a great season. So, you know, all we can do is hope that we push Scott Conway on the even greater thing. So, good to have him back in tail and uh, wish him every success for the yeah. upcoming season. It was something that Tyler Beskarani said first time he was when he was here with the Belfast Giants. He was, you know, it was that sort of trying to drive him on. He wanted something better, but he would do as best as he could in the team. And you know, that, if we can only get that, and we've seen that from Scott Conway, more of that would be great. Joe, sorry. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you just look at line mates. JJ Pickin has taken this opportunity to, to, to go across the water. We've had many players that have came and, and taken Darcy first time round, had his 50 goal seasons a couple of years ago, went off to Germany, Austria, wherever, ended up back again. Um, Rainer took opportunities, Mace took opportunities. I could rhyme any amount of players off that, that tried to climb a ladder. And, and so, you know, you can only wish them well. Yeah, I mean, Cons as a player is is one of those one of those lads that when he's on the ice, you feel like anything could happen. You you know, you're one of those sorts of players that comes through here, and you know you're never beaten if he's taking a shift late on, if you're chasing a game, if you're a goal behind, if you need something in the clutch. Just one of those guys that you know there could be a bit of magic here. And for for as much as it's a shame to lose JJ Pickenich, but I do join you boys in wishing him the very best. And I hope that that Cons gets to to go as high and as 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 far as he'd like to go in his career. But as long as those fellows are choosing Belfast as their place to come and to care about the club and to give their all for our jersey, then I'm going to tip the cap as when it, as and when those experiences and those opportunities come. But for now, <laughs> he's about fast giant, boys. I can't wait. And now we shall move on to the second name. I can't get the camera right. There we go. The second name for those watching on YouTube. 
<laughs> oh, the third name. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Dave. You're absolutely right. The third name. But uh, a name that, well, if you were watching, if you're watching, so if you're a social media watcher, like I'm not really, but a lot of people are, um, you may be thinking to yourself, well, he's on his way to, on his way to either Dundee or uh, Coventry. But um, you got a scoop, Paddy? <laughs> He ain't going to Coventry. He ain't going to Dundee. <laughs> Welcome back, Jackson Russell. How are you? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, no chance good. of going there. <laughs> <laughs> when, you see, when, you, done. When, when you see when you see like things like that, when people go like that saying, No, he's going to Dundee and we have it in good authority, he's going to Coventry and it's all going he's leaving. What do you think? I don't know. To be honest, yeah, I kind of loved it. I thought it was pretty hilarious. Uh, you know, seeing all the different places. I saw it Dundee, I saw it Coventry, I heard. Manchester a while back and I was like oh okay I don't know I guess we'll see but um no I think it's it's pretty funny just to kind of let them stir the pot I guess a little bit and then uh no I mean if I'm playing in this league I want to be here and I want to be in Belfast is that is that all in the hands of your agent or is that something you handle yourself um no it was something I handled myself uh with Steve um this year I've been speaking to him uh pretty much right when the you know kind of the season ended or even kind of leading into the end of the season we were talking back and forth and um, you know, kind of for here, it's been something that I, I know well enough personally that it's just something that I can kind of handle myself with him. Whenever the name whistles associated with Belfast, good things have always seemed to happen. So welcome back again. It was an uh, easy enough decision. Mace didn't get, Mace didn't try and get under your skin at all. Oh, you, you, you actually can't hear oh, you David. Really can't hear me? Not he's a word. I can't hear a word he's saying. Not a word. He's he's asking, asking, he's, 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 uh, I mean, we might have spoke to him a little bit uh, briefly there, uh, kind of at the end of the playoffs when I think we were out having a beer or something like that, kind of joking around. Uh, but no, no, I think he, he knew. I mean, I've told him before that, and I think every all the coaching staff and everybody knows that, you know, if I'm here, uh, you know, playing in this league, I want to be here playing for the Giants. I love it there. Uh, you know, love the fan base, love the organization. It's kind of like my second home now, to be honest. I've been there so long. Um, so, no, it, it, it's kind of here. We've a, we've a comment there from Dundee Stars TV saying great signing guys. Advice. <laughs> Joe. Uh, Wes, welcome back, mate. It's good to see you. Uh, yeah, look, it, it's uh, it, it seems to me anyway. We're, we're, it's kind of a theme tonight. You know, we're talking about players who spent a little bit of time here and guys who hang around and, and sort of uh, scratch the surface of the club and, and maybe you know kind of put down roots here a little bit. Feels to me like you're heading down that road a little bit. It feels like you know you, you've really made Belfast a home, but you obviously have the the additional experience of having been here as a kid. Um, is it sort of Belfast or, or nowhere for you at this point? Is this somewhere that you could see a future? Yeah, 100%. I mean, unless some sort of, uh, you know, crazy opportunity kind of came up in another league or something like that, where it was kind of a no brainer, you kind of had to take it, I would maybe consider it. But as far as kind of where I'm at right now in my career and kind of how I see things playing out, yeah, I want to be here. And I was actually thinking about the other day, I spent three years here as a kid and I've 
pretty much spent three years, three years as a giant and another year there during COVID. So I've been over here for about seven years now. So it's quite a lot, yeah. uh, long portion of my life, to be honest with you in Belfast. So. Yeah. Paddy referenced your agent earlier and I was wondering why he was being so formal about big Dave, but uh, we hope he's doing well anyway. Uh, <laughs> tell, us, tell us about your, so tell us about your summer with, uh, I see you're doing a little bit of coaching and a little bit of work with the kids and, and that obviously keeps you active and keeps your head in the game as well. Yeah. hundred percent. I actually kicked my dad out of the room here uh, two seconds ago to set him down. Uh, we're at, we're at, I actually told him, I was like, you know, Dave, you probably actually could have hopped on the call to be honest, but uh, yeah, maybe, switch uh, him out, switch him out. I know. Yeah. We're, uh, we're in Cardiff right now running a hockey camp for kids so something i kind of try to do every single year i love doing it um you know it's exciting uh, to kind of come over here and kind of teach them a little bit as well too i was working with the junior giants as well during the year so uh we're over here right now we're just in the premier and actually he's downstairs in the lobby having a beer since i kicked him out um <laughs> as far as far as the summer went uh it's been good i got to travel around a little bit actually this summer once the season kind of ended and kind of unwind it was obviously kind of you know a pretty you know amazing season to be a part of and then right after that you go kind of right into the gb experience you're really playing all the way to the end of may more or less then you kind of you know you don't have a ton of time to be honest with you but kind of try and take three or four weeks and kind of unwind and um kind of traveled around a bit went to a few weddings actually and then i've been back home in Kelowna now kind of since the beginning of um july there and then you kind of start you know kind of say to yourself right it's kind of time to kind of get back into it you start training and working out and then yeah. as soon as this is over, pretty much we get back Thursday night here. And then Friday morning, uh, I know they got ice at Dundall, and that'll pretty much be me it for the season, practicing every day and getting ready. Oh Gives them a little bit of insight to that uh, that GB experience. Obviously, you know, those World Championships and you know, didn't go maybe the way they wanted, but to have that experience, to go there and to, to, to play against the top-end teams must be must be wonderful for a player like yourself. Yeah, no, obviously, I mean, obviously it was a bit bittersweet. You never want to get kind of relegated. It would have been lovely to be back there again, um, you know, coming up this year. Um, so that part of it kind of sucked, obviously. But as far as it kind of went, uh, you know, playing wise, it felt pretty good playing at it, to be honest with you. Felt like my game's kind of come a long way uh, over the last kind of few years. It's kind of calmed down a lot. And I think even just kind of looking at it from at the World Championships the year before in Latvia, I thought I played well at it, but I kind of felt myself, you know, scrambling around a bit diving to try and get to pucks and kind of doing you know kind of all over the place so it's still saving it but just kind of out of position a little and i found um you know this year at the world championships when i got the chance to go in against sweden and played against usa uh it felt pretty comfortable to be honest it didn't feel um you know like i was fighting it It felt calm in the net kind of in control the whole time obviously I had to play a little bit deeper at that level just because you know they're getting a little bit more uh good grade a scoring chances um but no it, fe it felt good uh, getting that chance to do that. And I'm kind of looking forward to bringing that kind of into, you know, you're going to see a little bit of that right away there in the Champions League. So I'm looking forward to that. We spoke earlier on in the show with uh, with Tyler Beskarwani. Obviously, he's decided to move on and, and, and look at ventures outside of hockey, which is which is you know, disappointing for a guy from us as fans, for a guy who has so much success with the Belfast Giants. But the opportunities for we are going to be speaking to somebody else shortly. But the uh, but the opportunities for you and for for Dicko and and stuff like that. But a word for Tyler Beskarwani. Yeah, I mean he's a great goalie. I mean it's pretty you know cut and dry. He's, I was just, me and my dad were kind of talking about the other day, you know, um, you know, he's a DL goalie of the year. Do you know what I mean? He came over to Belfast, did great for the team. And uh, he's a good guy too. Do you know what I mean? So you guys all know the same sort of thing. So it was great to kind of get to play with him. I wish him all the best in retirement. It sucks to kind of see him. I actually thought he was coming back, to be honest with you, for the longest time. Um, and then just kind of found out there maybe, you know, about a month ago that he kind of wasn't or a few weeks ago. I know he was kind of humming and hawing about it. So um, yeah, obviously that sucks. And I think 
you know, I was lucky to get to play with him, to be honest with you. I kind of learned, uh, well, I did, I learned a lot from him, kind of the way he plays in the night. And you can see it, how big and how calm and in position he is all the time, never out of position, never scrambling. And that's kind of something I tried to kind of put into my game a lot this year. And I kind of, uh, you know, I was thankful to get to work underneath him. You also have a bit of a focus off the ice as well. Notice you, you're obviously planning for the future. Um, Yeah, I do a little bit of everything, to be honest with you right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I should probably pick one thing, but uh, no, I do. We have... Uh, during COVID there, when I was here in Belfast, I built a few properties, um, you know, a couple of apartments and those just actually got sale agreed a few days ago. We rented them out now for the last kind of year. So I'm looking to kind of sell those, maybe try and flip another house or something like that, kind of maybe in the off season uh, when I got a little bit of time. But I've also been doing a bit of uh, insurance work as well for a company called Game Plan Financial, which I've been loving to do. And it kind of just keeps your mind uh, a little bit busy outside of hockey. You know what I mean? When it, on practice days and things like that, your day's done by 12 o'clock. So Instead of kind of just sitting there doing nothing, I like to kind of just keep active and kind of do stuff and uh, keep my mind kind of engaged and almost engaged away from my socket. So when you kind of come to it, it feels fresh. And you're not sitting there thinking about it all the time. I'm going to go to Davey, who's going to ask his question by means of charades. Go for it, Davey. I can't even, Davey, I can't even see your screen. It's black on my thing. It's a black square. Hey, well, I can't even do that. I can't even do that. He, he actually just asked if you any, he, also, he actually asked if you any recommendations for goalie camps out in BC as we have an AVF to be uh, follower. Oh, that's a great question, actually. Um, I will have to come back. I will have to come back to you on it, to be completely honest. It's been a few years since I've been in the goalie camp circuit out there. So I used to have a, I used to have a camp out there for years. And obviously I've been, more or less a full-time UK resident here the last few years. Um, so I've kind of fallen just a little bit out of touch with what's going on over there. So I can look into it for you, though. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna let you go, Wes. We appreciate you joining us. But before we do, you know, what are you looking forward to coming back into Belfast this season? I'm pretty pumped to be coming back, to be honest with you. I think, obviously, I think a lot of guys are. And it kind of shows with all the guys that, you know, kind of wanted to come back. I think, you know, other years when you see teams kind of come through and have success, a lot of times, you know, you don't bring a lot of those guys back for whatever reason it is. And this year you can kind of see, you know, all the guys want to be here. They kind of, you know, you want more. You know what I mean? They kind of want more of it, more of what we just did. And I think the biggest kind of thing will just be, you know, obviously we had some great success last year with the organization. And I think the biggest thing will just kind of be, you know, it's great. You know, it's a lot of memories that we kind of have for life with that group of guys. But it's hard to say, but at the end of the day, you're going to have to forget about it, really, and get ready and move on. And, uh, you know, this is a new season, a new challenge, and it's going to start right away. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. One more just before you go, because it's just popped up here. I never actually considered this. Obviously, CHL this season, and it means that uh, you guys will be appearing in the NHL 23 game. Do you play? Oh, pardon? Do you play? Are you looking forward uh, to playing no. as yourself? No, I, I, I used to play it way back in the day there when I was playing, um, you know, when I was 17 to 20, I was in those games when we were in junior and stuff like that. So I remember playing it with all my buddies back then, but I haven't played the old Xbox in a couple of years, but maybe I'll fire it up. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a bus man's holiday party. It's like you playing podcast simulator. <laughs> Does that exist? I mean, I, I've, got, I've got time to pass. There's You're living it, West- Wes, it's been fantastic. They, uh, Davey said, you know, whenever whistles involved with the club, good things happen. And I, I, I fully agree with that. It's good to have you back as part of the club. And we look forward to, to seeing you when the, uh, when the season kicks off in just a few short weeks. Cheers. Awesome. Thanks for having me on here, guys. No good worries. to see you, mate. Brilliant to have Jackson Whistle. Davey, you you, you're on anything. mute. Are you, now, now you're on mute, so you take yourself off mute. Jackson that's a very 20, 20, very 2020 thing, that isn't it? You're on mute, mate. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great to have Wes back, of course. And uh, as I said on the, the the chat, because he couldn't hear me, you know, um, 
anytime there's been a whistle involved in Belfast, that's that's only good things have happened. His dad, I remember that that great stat where um, exactly one thousand games apart, Dave Whistle's first win as a Belfast Giants and Jackson Whistle's first win. Just the, the way stars align, the way stats happen sometimes is fantastic. So. You know, his dad started it all off here and was still very much involved with the club. So it's it's great. I'm sure his dad will be back in Belfast around Christmas if he can make it. And always good to have a wee scoop with uh, Mr. Whistle Senior. Absolutely. Joel, you know, part of that, you know, that three with, um, well, what was Tyler Besker, Owani, and uh, Jackson Whistle and um, and uh, Andrew Dixon, but, you know, we're, we will be having a new goalkeeper, but it's it's... In this modern EIHL, it's key to have decent backup netminders. You need a good three-goalie system in order to get through a domestic season in the EIHL now. And that's not even factor in Continental Cup or CHL participation. And the Belfast Giants are going into a loaded season here. Uh, there's a lot of expectation on this club's shoulders. Uh, there's there's a lot of cups to defend. Um, so I, I am very, very confident that we've got a real steadfast choice in Wiss. Wiss is someone who I think has really developed as, as a person and a player since he arrived here. You know, he turned pro out of Kelowna. He played for the Rockets back home and and was was a phenomenal player in the WHL. Um, he obviously, he'll tell you himself, struggled with kind of health issues. He had some problems with his hips early on. Um, he's had to really go through it to get all that stuff sorted, you know. And uh, I just, I, it's been a joy for me kind of year on year, even with that little break where he presumably didn't play hockey. I think he lived in England somewhere. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't for, know him, so for him retired, to come back and, and just to see... Retired. Just to see year on year how he's rounding himself off as he as he grows and, and gets a little bit older and, and his game as well. Um, I'm really delighted to have Wisp back and I think he's someone that we can rely on. And we saw him in big game moments last year, like that, that the game in Fife that we managed to turn over really late on. Uh, not, and that wasn't the only one. Wisp brought uh, brought the heat and he, he he made some big moments happen himself. It wasn't just Tyler Beskarwani that got us to where we were last season. We, we we talk and, and Joel talks very very correctly there about being three goalie system. We obviously have Dicko there, who's just the absolute glue for the locker room. Apart from that, that that the, the intangibles he talked about was it good year. Someone talked about going through a bit of a slump last year, staying on the ice. No, it made him coops actually, and and you know Dicko works out with him when the other guys are off going to the gym doing whatever they're doing. But you know, remember was it Bombay? Was it Fife when Besco went down hurt and and the load goes on on West for a few weeks and he carried that superbly because we talk about it all the time. This league, the way it's set up, those points in September count exactly the same as points. You don't have that building for a playoff run. You're trying to win the the regular season championship is the big one. Of course, we want to win the playoffs, but you know that's we'll we'll come to that next April. We're not worried about that at this stage, you know. So that three goalie system, Besco sadly retires, which you know. It kind of opens the door for somebody else to step up and be the man. Does it? It, abso- it absolutely does because you know what? We need a goalie. Please welcome to your view from the bridge, number 33, your new goalkeeper for the Belfast Giants, that is Peyton Jones. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good to be on here. Doing really well. I mean, the, the first question, as always, is how does the opportunity come about for you to join the Belfast Giants? Uh, yeah, you know, after the season, um, my season with Utah ended, I was, you know, taking some calls from different teams and, uh, you know, Adam reached out to me and, 
you know, I looked at his, uh, you know, I did some research and I'm actually played with Goody at Penn State. Um, and, you know, I reached out to him and he had nothing great things to say. And then I had great conversations with Adam and Steve. And, you know, I thought it was a great fit for me. You Like you say, you know, you've been a time in the coast of a couple of games in the AHL last couple of years to make that jump to Europe. How, how big a decision is it? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that it's just like, you know, part, part of hockey, um, you know, like you, as a free agent, you're not really sure where you're going to end up. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I kind of thought maybe I'd end up in, you know, in, in America, but you know, when Europe, the opportunity was presented, I thought about it and thought it'd be, you know, awesome for me to, you know, to play hockey over there and to come to Belfast, to see a new city, to see a new country, to, you know, just, uh, yeah, leave, leave the United States and, and play over there. So I'm excited for it. Peyton, I don't know if you were on when when Collins was talking about the opportunity that, that this club and this league gives the players with regards to maybe putting a bit of a shop window, Champions Hockey League this season, um, quite a good standard of hockey to give you the opportunity perhaps of playing in better leagues back across North America again or perhaps even going on to higher leagues in Europe. Is that a, something that you know gets the juices flowing for you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's going to be awesome to you know, to go play the teams in the league and then also to travel over and play, you know, different teams, better competition. Um, and I think just, you know, as a goalie and as a team, playing better teams and, uh, you know, going to prove that, you know, we have a good group and that we're, you know, going into win games is, uh, is nice. Peyton, welcome to the Belfast Giants. Uh, really stoked to have you. Um, you. You sort of undersold your your time at Penn State there. You did indeed go to, to D1 school, Penn State, but in your freshman year playing alongside Giants captain, David Goodwin, uh, you went on to capture a Big Ten championship and were named tournament MVP. Um, not only that, I think you left your college career with a host of Penn State records. You've got all-time goaltender in games started, all-time goaltender games played, minutes played, wins, and saves. Uh, it's fair to say that you really had that breakout experience in college. Um, we obviously here in Belfast are, are privileged to host the Friendship Four every year, um, the, NCAA, the only NCAA D1 tournament to happen outside of North America. Um, what was the college experience like for you? Uh, was was that? Uh, it's bound to be, you know, when all of this maybe is said and done, you'll look back on those as just some incredible years with Penn State. Yeah, I'm actually from uh, from like right outside of Philadelphia, so it's a three hour drive. So. You know, once uh, Penn State got a Division One program when I was in high school, like that was my dream school. And then I played uh, in the USHL for a year and I had some schools reaching out to me and, you know, I making me offers, scholarships and everything. And I kind of like said, like I said to my mom, like, listen, like I want to go to Penn State. And she's like, all right, well, you know, then go back to the USHL and, um, you know, play and hopefully get something. And I think it was like five or six games in, I got a call from Coach Kodalski, the, the coach of Penn State, make me an offer. And I ended up committing to Penn State then. So. It was uh, it was my dream school for sure. Um, being a Pennsylvania kid, it was uh, you know huge for me back here for my family and my hometown and everything. So it was definitely four years that I'll never forget. It's pretty safe to say you grabbed that opportunity and ran with it. Uh, it's, it's exciting to have you here with a college career like that. Um, I can't let the interview move on without bringing this up. And Patty's smiling because he probably knows what it is. Uh, you have a brother called Nolan. Uh, yeah. Nolan is uh, currently, I think, right now getting ready to play the Boston Red Sox at Fenway Park. Would that be right? Yeah, first pitch is in about two hours. <laughs> Big leaguer for the Cleveland Guardians making his debut this year in right field. Um, I just wanted to, obviously, we're delighted to have you. It's obviously a sporting family and, uh, and you know, a friend of yours is a friend of ours. So I just wanted to wish your brother all the very best tonight at Fenway. Um, and I wow. hope, I hope things, I hope, listen, no, I hope things go well tonight at Fenway. They were obviously beaten last night, but it's an easy, it's, that around, but. It, it's an easy, it's an easy win at Fenway these days, mate. 
I don't want to talk about it anymore. No, that's very cool. And I'm going to be annoying you all season for merch and tickets. So can't wait to see you. <laughs> yeah, he actually he plans to, uh, after the season, come out for a couple weeks to take a visit. So he wants to come out to Belfast oh, and visit. So you guys will be able to meet him if you're uh, here in town. The pints are all me, but enough, enough about him. More about you. When, when you're in, when you're in a family, a competitive sporting family like that, does it get competitive? Do you like obviously different sports, but do, is there a rivalry between you? Yeah, there is. Uh, growing up, you know, I'm two years older than him. Um, he played hockey, and I played baseball. So we both played, you know, hockey and baseball. We also played football okay. as well, but we decided to uh, to stop that around middle school. But yeah, we both played hockey, both played baseball. So. We actually had a batting cage in our backyard here at my parents' house. We had a cement basement where we just played hockey and, uh, you know, pretty much any sport. You know, he was my uh, my best friend growing up. He's still my best friend today. And I definitely think that, you know, he's said it before. I've said it before. Like, we're, you know, without each other, I don't think that we'd be where we are. Um, you know, for me, it was like I can't let my little brother beat me. So everything I did, I tried to, you know, <laughs> beat him or do better than him and whatever it was. And for him, it was like I want to beat my big brother. So he you know, was always pushing himself to, to try to beat me. And I think that, you know, growing up, just having that person like, you know, that sleeps in the bedroom next to you is, you know, every day wants to be better than you and beat you in something. And, you know, the same for me, I think that's huge for us. And, you know, in, even in the gym, like we, we go to, you know, the same trainer and everything and, you know, trying to lift more weight, trying to see who's faster. So, you know, people always ask. And I think that, you know, he's a huge reason of where I am today. And I would say the same for, for me to him. It's interesting because it's so, like, I don't want to say it's so common, but you see so many times when you've got like families who are like, you've got big hockey families. Look at the Vandermeers. We have, we have a Jim Vandermeer here who's for many years at Belfast and he comes from a hockey family of like, he's got like 35 brothers who all play hockey. You know, it's all, <laughs> it's such a, it's such, and, and, and it happens so often and guys play football and we had, <laughs> The thing that pops into my head: we had the Mannings in Northern Ireland about a week ago playing in, some in golf. Uh, yeah, playing some golf in Royal County Down. It happens so often. But coming back to coming back to yourself and coming back to the hockey, regards to Belfast, regards to the Elite League, what what do you know of the league? What have you learned of the league? Um, honestly, I haven't like learned too much. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to get out there and learning more. Um, I know it's a good league, um, good players, obviously, and. You know, at Belfast, we got a good team, so I'm just excited to get out there and, you know, learn more. Uh, I've heard I've, I've heard about the Champions League, and uh, you know, like I said, this a couple of weeks ago, like, the, I, Europe was like never really. I, I didn't know much about Europe, so the past couple of weeks, I've kind of been doing my research on Belfast and, uh, you know, the league and different teams. So I I don't know much, but I'm excited to learn more. Last one from me, Peyton. Um, our our goalie that has just just retired, Tyler Beskarlani, left a bit of advice last night when he was doing his his, his go away interview for the new guy. So for yourself, he said, make sure you're a communicator both on the ice and off the ice. Know that that coach's door is always open for you to put your your own stamp on this position. You ready for that task? Yeah, I am. Um, I try to, you know, I think as as a player, I try to be someone who leads by example. Um, you know, always doing the right things uh, on the ice, in the gym, you know, in the locker room. From you know, as little as just cleaning up my trash to making my stall looks nice for the for the trainer. Um, and then on the ice, like I'm, you know, I'm a vocal guy. I'm not someone who's gonna, you know, go out and you know chirp the other team and run my mouth to the other team. But I'm out there to help my teammates, help my defensemen. You know, I love playing the puck. I love communicating with them. You know, where guys are uh, as my defensemen come back, helping them with where the pressure is. So. You know, I think that I, uh, I'm a leader by example in regards to the locker room and on the ice, but I also do like to, you know, voice my, I don't know if it's voice my opinion, but, you know, use my voice to help out my teammates. 
you know what my, my favorite type of player that comes to this league and it has been this way i think for my money since the belfast giants established the friendship for i think the recruitment the method of recruitment and the type of player that come to our league has been different we've been seeing a lot more guys out of u sports out of the ncaa and it's my favorite kind of player but the, the special sort of uh there's a there's a top kind of level where it's an exciting uh really energetic ambitious player out of college who has excelled at the college level which is you but it's also the the players who have a bit of an older head on their shoulders and, and i think that's what the belfast giants are, are getting in you Peyton. uh really really excited i think i think you're the right man to step up and you will no doubt you know as, as you arrive here you're going to hear about tyler beskarwani he was someone who was very very loved here and um, but but never ever think that that's a slight on you i think if uh, you'll realize very quickly once you hit our arena that if you give that that uh, fan base a little love um that they're going to be ready to back you the, the whole way through the season um and i i'm sure uh we're doing a lot of speaking for others tonight but um that they're going to be ready to back you and i'm sure they're excited to see you on ice wearing our jersey man yeah i'm excited i've heard a lot of great things um and like i said i'm really excited to, to get to belfast and get the season going i can't really add to that i think in regards to the the belfast giants fan base are always we always back our goalies and it's it's always great to see and no doubt you'll be uh you'll be loved as much as the ones in the past we have a couple of questions coming in but the one that just caught my eye which i, I, I this joel carson we know the i'm surely we know the answer to this penguins are flyers I'm a flyer fan. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flyer Come fan. Come on, buddy. Sure. I'm, I'm from like 20 minutes north of Philadelphia, so I, I, I've been a, been a Flyers fan my whole life. Uh, so are you flying in, in the next week or two? Yeah, I fly in, I think, August 6th, I think it is. So I'll be there. Yeah. I think it's like, uh, you know, like probably 10 days before camp. So, And, and how's, your, how's your summer been for, for training and stuff? You've been on the ice a lot? Yeah, it's been good. I probably started on the ice about – maybe a month ago. Um, you know, I started skating two times a week, uh, the first or first two weeks. And then the past two weeks, I've been on the ice three or four times a week. Uh, we got a pretty good pro group back home that I skate with. Um, and then I have a goalie coach that I work with back home. And then I've been in the gym as well. And then uh, training got a little interrupted when, uh, when my brother made his debut like two weeks ago. So I flew out <laughs> to Kansas City for that. So I was in uh, nice. Kansas City for Amazing. a couple of days to see that. But you know, that was I'm usually uh, I'm usually pretty strict on my training and my uh, my eating, sleeping, and you know on the ice and stuff. But that was definitely something that uh, that I was able to to you know to let loose a little bit and, and go out and see him. <laughs> so, no, your training stopped. Why did it stop? My brother's playing in the majors. <laughs> yeah, you, on the list of want? on the list of acceptable excuses, it's up there. <laughs> what like... do you want? Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. Peyton, we really appreciate you joining us. No doubt we'll chat again as the season progresses. Uh, safe flight over to Belfast. Welcome to the Belfast Giants, and uh, we'll yeah. catch up with you soon. Yeah, thank you guys very much. I'm really excited. See you soon, bud. Thank you. Brilliant to have my you. New, my new favorite player the there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the baseball connection just had Joel. Just, just, just not as good. The, um, the, uh, but, you know, Joel, I'll start with you. You know, bringing in a, a goalie, you said yourself, of the, of the, um, the quality of Peyton Jones is, is key. Yeah, it's not just uh, it's not just players who have excelled at that college level. Although that is my favorite type of player, I, I just find them really exciting. I think there's a really raw hunger in those college players that that maybe the older stereotype of an EIHL import didn't quite have. You know, maybe the guys coming over the other side who have had careers in the NHL or they've bounced between the A and the coast. And um, I just love the hunger and the energy that they've got. These are guys who have ambitions and want to. The sky's still the limit for them. They want to see how far they can push their hockey career, and it's a it's an exciting first step for them. Um, I know he's obviously been in. in 
the North Americans, sort of minors and stuff. Um, but he's my kind of player. He he balances that line between um, an excellent college athlete and a mature sort of natural born leader. I can I, you can always tell, and it's the same as whenever you do friendship four interviews. You can always tell the guys that are being groomed for the show. They speak differently. They carry themselves differently. They don't sound like like young kids. They sound like you know grown men. Um, I have a really good feeling about Peyton Jones. I'm I'm really excited we have him. Davey? What like a year before lockdown, two years before lockdown, would never, you know, had Tyler Petrolani in our jersey, and we came and we fell in love with him, and he's retired, and we get to, to to fall in love with somebody else all over again, and you know, we've been blessed at this club with some fantastic goaltenders, and this guy's just got to go out there and prove that he can can live with those names, and hopefully, a couple of years from now, when we're talking about Peyton Jones playing D as DEL goalie of the year, AHL goalie, NHL goalie. Let's hope that part of his story is the Belfast Giants. Absolutely. Well, listen, thank you very much to Tyler Beskarowani, to Scott Conway, to Kevin Rain, to Jackson Whistle, and of course to Peyton Jones. To have these uh, guys, yeah. this team is coming together. Go on. Jeff Baum's dad, Jeff Baum, has just texted me saying, You mean that he's your second new favorite player? Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> sorry watching. mate you, you you know what i meant you know we obviously mean always Tom, watching man. is rainer is rainer watching god mate you've oh got problems god. you've got problems move on buddy move on <laughs> but just before we go because we haven't gone through there have been other names that have been added to the list and stuff and we will consider those in future podcasts when we come to the start of the season which is only a few short weeks away we've got the chl which we didn't even we haven't even touched on the chl in the two off-season podcasts that we've done because there's so much other stuff to come across but you know joel the team's coming together really really well it is yeah um, we, we've talked about uh we've talked about just the the high intensity is even just for a regular domestic season but to add that european element into a season uh it means that you've got to hit the ground running and having guys like cons back who who really just he, he's, he's the thread that ties a lot of this club together three new imports plus rupper plus goody um plus who am i forgetting who do you play with uh at providence uh, Jeff Bomb, sorry, uh, Jeff Bomb, that Jeff Bomb. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think that that Adam Keefe and, and Steve Thornton and Robert and everybody at the club are aware of what's in front of us. They they know what it takes to get through a season like this, and we are tooling up appropriately. I I think Con said it earlier. We are going to have a team. They're going to be there or thereabouts this year. There's there's nothing stopping us from from kicking on and, and challenging to defend our cups. David, your thoughts that's on the team and how it's going to be? Oh yeah, look, it's, it's it's building nicely. There's a, a little bit of blend of last year's success, and, and of course, Con said earlier, success does not breed success in the IHL because of the the turnover in players. You've got to go from day one and go and earn that success again. So, failure, if anything, last year in the playoffs is going to drive those guys to uh, to further success. You know, Kiefer, Thorts, etc. They are, are building a really really nice roster here and starting to get that uh, time the, the belly starting to go again here. Looking forward to getting us back in the action again. Here, here. Um, we normally do any other business, but it's getting a bit late, lads. We did that at the start of the show. It's uh, like I say, a big thanks to Smallsy for coming on at the start of the show, and please check out our social medias regards to the the drive there and uh, and the bone marrow and, and 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 all that sort of stuff. We'll we'll keep pushing that in the next while. Um, Kevin Rain, welcome back. Tyler Bescarani, nice to you back. Um, and then of course. We have the three names that are now added to the Belfast Giants roster in Conway, Whistle, and Jones. Big thanks to all those guys. Thanks to to um, to Sinead and Chantel in, in the background who have been uh, sort of sorting everything out for us. Really, really appreciate that, um, gentlemen. We've got a few weeks off before we start this circus all over again. I hope you're enjoying <laughs> your summer. 
<laughs> it's all about to come to a shuddering halt, boys. Enjoy your free enjoy, time while it lasts. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your free Tuesdays. Thanks to everybody who've been contacting us via Facebook, by YouTube, and, and join us on Twitter and the likes as well. Um, really enjoy doing these live ones, and hopefully we'll do a few more as the season goes on. And uh, gentlemen, take care. Good to see you, boys. Thank you. And wherever you are, Cheers, we, hope you enjoy your, we hope you enjoy your summer, and we'll catch you here next time on A View from the Bridge. Sports Social Podcast Network.